0: Hey, I'm walking here. Shouldn't you say podcasting here? It's manners. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And
1: I'm your wife host, Teresa
0: McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove.
1: Hello, dear. I want you to
0: know I thought about doing it. Hey, hello, Internet. It's me, husband host, Travis McElroy. But I'm already losing it, and I'm melting. Well, but you just but you just did it. Yeah, I was going to do it for the intro, though. But and you then, did just do it for the intro. No, I didn't. I said the intro normal, and then I said, <laughs> in an alternate universe, this is how it would have sounded if I had done it for the intro. But uh, once we finish the Hello, My Dove, Hello, Dear, That's we're post-intro now, and we're in the episode.
1: Okay. Is, we're in
0: core episode territory at that point. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, we just... Oh, I hit the microphone. Uh, we just got done decorating cookies with our two-year-old.
1: She did. A lot of decorating
0: the plate. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of... De- the- <laughs> One of the things that's really uh, surprising, there are phrases that I have had to say to my two-year-old that I never expected to have to say to a human being. Like, please don't try to ride the dog like a horse. <laughs> um. Please keep your hands out of your diaper. And also, like... No, put the sugar on the cookie. Yeah, like I don't know why. and then she wouldn't eat it. She just wanted to keep decorating. We kept saying like, "Do you want to eat?" And she'd shake her head no, and just keep sprinkling. And that was the fun part. But anyways, cookies were had. Too much, too much sugar was consumed. Everything's fine. It's true. <laughs> um. So this week we're talking about sidewalks
1: because you. Wanted
0: to know. Oh, yes. I'm going to look this up. Thank you for reminding me because someone suggested it. But it's interesting. It's a great topic. And I will also say this is maybe like the most audience questions we've gotten on a topic in a while. So, like, this is something people are definitely kind of hungry to talk about. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's indicative because if you would ask me, you know, a year ago, I would have said, like, what's such a mundane topic? What is there to talk about? But when you think about it, mundane just means, like, common and common means that a lot of people, it applies to them and affects them every day. That's true. Um, so this question um, came from Andy. Um, Andy suggested sidewalks. So thank you very much, Andy. Um, and and I, yeah, this is the kind of thing that once, once Andy suggested it and I started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I have a lot of thoughts on this. All right. But well, where, where do you even begin with like the history of something? Like I
1: this? shall begin, <gasps> as I am wont to do, in the Victorian era.
0: Yes, when when the majority of our modern day uh, concepts of etiquette uh, sprang forth.
1: Not only is it is it just about that, but like sidewalks in general, people just walked in the street.
0: Yeah, I guess you know if 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 carriages aren't common and horses aren't common, probably not so worried about sidewalks.
1: Right, but starting in the uh in the Victorian era, this is when the promenade we've talked about the promenade and and you know being debuted into society into court started like showing up, and so sidewalks were something that people started using instead of the streets
0: huh you know i bet that that, as i've often said on this i'm not uh, an anthropologist or i almost said a socialist when i meant to say sociologist but (laughs) i would be willing to bet that there's something to do with like you know, it's a thing you see a lot in etiquette and fashion where, like, thing the pendulum swings, right? And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes being tan is in fashion because it shows, like, you have time to, like, lay around in the sun. But then other times being pale is in fashion because it shows you don't have to go outside if you don't want to. I imagine that there was probably a time where, like, going from place to place, you know, you talk about carriages and, like... Those, like, chairs that you would carry people on and sedan stuff. Sedan change. Right. There was probably something about, like, the less time you were visible, the more fashionable it was to then, like... well Being if, seen. Right. If I'm wearing this, I want to be seen. And if I'm wearing this fancy outfit, I don't want to do that in the dirt and horse manure of the street.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to do it in the dirt and horse manure of the sidewalk.
1: <laughs> so... um. According to Castle's Household Guide, which was a book written about vo- Victorian life in uh, 1869, a lot of the onus of the kind of um, manners of the sidewalk were put on the lady.
0: Really? I thought no. you were going to say the dude. No. Okay.
1: Um, so if a young woman should, be, should see a gentleman friend and felt she couldn't ignore him, it's strange to me um she would have to take the initiative and offer her hand um then the gentleman would wait for the lady to recognize him before lifting his hat uh and it would have to be more than just the the brim touch nod that we are used to um and he had to use the hand furthest from her And then if she did offer her hand, the gentleman had to turn to walk with the lady to speak with her instead of stopping. Um, Above all else, the conversation itself had to be reserved because, quote, strict reticence of speech and conduct should be observed in public without loud talking or animated discussions, end quote.
0: Now, listen, this all sounds... Fairly, you know, restrictive and and structured as so much of Victorian era etiquette does. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I also look at this and I think that it's interesting thinking about it in terms of the onus being on uh, it, it, when we're speaking here. The, the female in these uh, restrictions, because it says, like, if she's not familiar with him, he can't like greet her. And be overly familiar with her. Correct. And so it, it does kind of reserve the power of like, I don't think I need to acknowledge this person and keep walking.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if this lady happened to be unmarried, uh, they would not be permitted in public without an escort. So there would already be someone with her. Um, and it also etiquette at this time made it so that young ladies weren't supposed to be looking around or stopping to chat in places that was a quote below their status Uh uh-huh um so it's not like you would just go for a walk and serendipitously meet people in the park it was all arranged
0: okay So we're talking about here, if you ran into someone, you were literally like heading somewhere else. You weren't going to like hang out at the park and hope you ran into people. Correct. It was like, well, I was on my way to, I don't know, church or whatever. Or to
1: pay a call. We've talked about calling cards.
0: And so that's why if you encounter someone, you don't stop. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you can walk along with me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's interesting. Um,
1: One of the things, I mean, you talk about. I, I will also people say now,
0: this is a thing that happens to me. If I run into somebody and I'm on my way somewhere, I feel so rude to him. Like, I can't stop. Like, I'm already late. So I like the idea of, like, if you want to talk to me, you have to walk with me. We have to do, like, an Aaron <laughs> Sorkin walk and talk because I'm on my way to this thing.
1: Uh, I mean, you talked about just kind of meeting whoever at the park. This was called cutting, um, where you stare directly at someone that you knew uh, with no sign of recognition, right? This this is what Castle called the most ill-mannered act possible to commit in
0: society. To Wait, hold on. Say it again. You stare at someone without would... any... So it's like, I'm making eye contact with you, but I'm not going to offer my hand or do any of the things of like, hey, I know you. We had a whole conversation at that party last week.
1: That's one way of putting it. Also... If I say um, I'm okay, let's let's do a little role play here. I'm a lady walking down the street. You're a man.
0: What people can't see at home is Teresa is literally acting this out with her hands that's the cutest thing I've ever seen Go you
1: uh, you think that you know me. I don't know you, so I don't offer my hand and you c- continue to stare at me. <gasps>
0: oh okay mm-hmm. so it's like me going mm, and like it's like
1: forcing someone to think oh do I recognize you do I know oh. you have we been introduced I'm not quite sure if we have this is how a lot of like up and comers right would just kind of dart into society and think that they could just kind of like you know, like I said like kind of weasel their way in Right. Once
0: again, see, this is another thing where this seems restrictive. But, like, the number of times where, like, someone make eye contact with you and you're like, do I? And you're in your head thinking, do I know that? Like, hmm oh. And they
1: go through all of the, you know, the the motions of, yes, we do know each other, but you really don't know them. And this would like-
0: also seemingly cut out the whole, like, were you waving at me or waving at them? Mm-hmm. Which one of us were you waving mm-hmm. at?
1: And then there's a whole separate sort of different, like, rules for taking the arm of someone that you are walking with on the sidewalk. Um, so, uh, in the evening, whenever safety should would require, a gentleman should give a lady his arm. Um, and the way that the arm is presented is the man... Keeps his forearm parallel to the ground
0: mm-hmm.
1: and moves his elbow out so that a lady can hook underneath
0: uh-huh. and
1: around the arm. Um,
0: I assume while leaving your arm full enough out, so you're not like pulling them in close to your side. Correct. You're offering. Okay. Yes.
1: Just the arm should be touching. No bodily contact other than arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and a gentleman may you take. leave
0: room for the Christmas spirit.
1: A gentleman may take two ladies upon his arms, but under no circumstances should a lady take the arms of two gentlemen.
0: Oh, although I did read that if one of them tripped, it would tear her in half.
1: I did read that this was common practice in Ireland, but maybe that was just British slander.
0: Okay. Um, that should be noted, though, like, as is so often the case, we are sticking with kind of an Anglo... View so I, I'm I'm sure if we looked at like uh you know the history of like Japanese or I don't know um Canadian I don't know other other I, cultures walking I do down have sidewalks. some other cultures oh, as great. far
1: after I uh, go through the Victorian um and then one of the other things is as far as even taking. Arms goes. Miss Manners wrote in the Chicago Tribune in the sixties. Sure, yes, um, about how it's a different behavior if you are helping a lady, maybe through an icy patch or, um, you know, down a dark stairwell. So that hold is more of a familiar hold, but if a gentleman is to help a lady down that dark stairwell, she is to stiffen her arm at the elbow so that he may cup the elbow in his hand and assist steadying her that way.
0: Can you imagine a scenario in which like a man would be walking down, I don't know, an icy street, and she starts to fall, and in his head he's thinking, like, well, I don't know her well enough, and just like lets her fall down. Would that happen to to like preserve? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Probably not, right? That would probably be like rude. I have to imagine that there is rarely a circumstance where it's like, no, letting them fall is the polite thing. <laughs> So talk to me about some of these the uh, habits in other cultures or in other areas.
1: Um so
0: and also I don't know if it came in your research the reason I was surprised by you saying the thing about the onus falls on the in in this Victorian era on the woman is that one of the things I thought you were going to talk about is something that God, it's one of those things where I can't remember if, it, if I was ever actually taught it in, like, Cotillion or something. But the idea of if you walk down the street with a lady and you're a dude, you walk on the street side with them on the inside away from, I don't know, the danger of purse snatchers and cars or and horses or whatever.
1: Well, so that kind of flipped flopped throughout history where, uh, where the perceived danger moved right so at first the perceived perceived danger was splashing from carriages or chamber pots being emptied out of windows where the um, the man was supposed to walk on the outside to protect the woman from the from the splashings or whatever but then once the perceived danger moved to purse snatchers or burglars who may be lurking in doorways or hanging out of windows then the man was supposed to protect the woman from the other side so it really just depended upon in that community and era and in what was perceived so dangerous yeah. yeah um so
0: that's outdated now right because i have uh, many female friends in my life who i would trust to protect me instead of the other <laughs> way around <laughs>
1: So as far as other cultures, two uh two places that seemed to come up again and again in my research were both Britain and Japan. Okay. Um so in Britain people drive on the left side of the road. Okay. And yet it really does seem to be kind of a free for all that airs on the side of the right side of the sidewalk.
0: Okay. So if you're passing someone, right, you you, you walk pass on, on the, the left. Right.
1: So peep slower traffic is supposed to go to the right. So like No, I got to yeah, yeah.
0: Walk on the right side of it and pass on the left. Okay.
1: Right. Um but really kind of you just have to pay attention to what's going
0: on. I wonder um, if that has to do with not passing towards the road. I don't know. Not like that you wouldn't step into the road. To pass them, but instead step into like a lawn or I don't know. That's why that's why that would make sense to me. Because if you were walking on the left and pass on the right, you're stepping into where traffic is mm-hmm. coming. Uh,
1: I mean, but in general, other places in my research point to a the, the sameness as the road, whereas yeah. in London, it didn't seem to be necessarily that way. Okay. Um, and then the other one I said is Japan. Um, here are a few things about Japan. First of all, in escalators, I know in the US, we're taught to stand to the right. If you want to stay still and if you are passing, pass on the left. Um, but according to my research, feeling I'm feeling very um, magic school bus right now. Uh, in Japan, one can stand to either side and the passing happens in the middle.
0: Okay. Um, It's gotta be a wide escalator.
1: I suppose so, or, or thin persons. Okay. Um, also in Tokyo, one of the things that are very common are, uh, vending machines or Uh even vending cafes, but it's considered rude to walk and eat at the same time. So you have to either stand to the side and eat or drink or put it in your bag for later, um, which was very interesting to me because like there's no I, I guess I just thought that people walked and eat and drank you know at the what? same time. I
0: will say so. I'm sure this will come up when we get to questions, but I have strong feelings about how people walk on sidewalks and on other places. How, I should say how they progress in sidewalks and like busy uh, convention centers and stuff. And I will say. That people who are like trying to eat and drink and walk move slower and are less it's mindful true. of others around them. So I'm not going to say it's not. I'm not going to say it's not rude mm-hmm. to eat and drink on the sidewalk here. I think people just do it more. Right. Um. So speaking of the audience question, we're going to get to those in a second. But first, I think we should write some thank you notes to our sponsors, don't you?
1: Yeah. Manners is sponsored in part this week by Bombus. Gotta tell you, when yes. we travel and I am picking out socks, the ones I pick out every time are my Bombus socks. Yeah. Here's the thing they stay on my feet really well because they have the arch support system and they feel great while walking, probably faster than I normally do in airports and on airplanes. I find that they are super soft and super comfortable because they have that great seamless toe. They have super soft cotton. And I'm not like s- worrying about my socks falling down inside my shoes. Yeah,
0: that's one of my favorite things. And this is it, it, on paper, such a little thing. But those like, you know, the low cut socks that mm-hmm. I really like to wear whenever I'm wearing tennis shoes. They have this little like lip almost on yeah. them that keeps it from sliding down your shoe. It's just so genius and comfy.
1: It's really great. And while I am searching for my Bombas socks, I feel really great knowing that Bombas donates one brand new pair of socks for every pair that they sell. And to date, they've sold and donated over 9 million pairs. Um, So these socks are the ones that I always pick out yes when i'm
0: traveling and you should too
1: you should too because our listeners get 20 percent off their first order when they go to bombus.com that slash manners that's b-o-m-b-a-s dot com to get 20 percent off your first order one more time bombas.com slash manners and code schmanners
0: Um, So, I don't know if everyone here has seen, uh, but Teresa and I got a second talk. Her name is Lily, and she is a very good girl. And soon, we will have to build a new website. A new site. Called com. Now, that said, during a recording of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, that may or may not have happened today... Justin may or may not have purchased lilyisavarygoodgirl.com oh, out from me, no. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of work on that to get that back from him. But still, when it comes time to build that website, I'm going to do it on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy to use. It has super straightforward design and beautiful templates and 24-7 award-winning customer support. And if I ever wanted to, I don't know, sell Buttercup merch or Lily merch, I could do it with their uh, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. Basically, at this point, if you've had an idea for a website, or you know what, even if you've just wanted to play around with website design, but you've thought, well, I don't know anything about coding or whatever, do it with Squarespace. Because my favorite thing in playing with Squarespace sites is you can start off really simple, right? With all the like drag and drop and all that stuff and then get into, like, adding coding stuff and, like, embedding stuff and mm-hmm. doing that if you want to. Um, so go check it out. Go to squarespace.com schmanners for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code schmanners to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Go check it out. Uh, we also this week have a jumbotron. It's Woo-hoo! for Shay, and it's from B. And B says, hey, Shay. Just wanted to send this to say congrats on making it this far in art school. You're doing great. Everyone is super proud and is rooting for you. I'm glad we got to meet over the Adventure Zone and other good, good content and are now in a D&D game of our own. Thanks for being my best friend, B. That's so nice. That
1: is nice. Hey, remember when I used to play D&D and then I had a toddler?
0: We'll get you back into it. Once she's old enough, we'll get her playing too. I also, B, I want you to know how hard it was for me to say the phrase, making it this far in art school without (laughs) saying fart school. So like, that's just a little behind the scenes from me to you. What you mean is you're welcome. You're welcome that I didn't say fart school. This is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the
1: ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays.
0: One time, Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread.
1: We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one...
0: Weather? <laughs> one time, Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, this song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back.
1: So, check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. (laughs) They will now. Hey, it's Janet Varney of the JV Club podcast, and I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun. If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club, it's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women and, in the summer, men, as we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years into what I like to call our adult lessons. For example, hear Emily Heller describe her time on the national circuit for the debate team, or how Travis McElroy took over his drama class and gave his fellow students notes. Yeah, that went over great. Or let Busy Phillips tell you how she met Sharon Stone at an Arizona toy fair. You can join me and all my once awkward, sometimes still awkward friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club on MaximumFun.org.
0: Okay, so we've got some questions here. Like I said, we've got a lot, so we'll see how many we can make it through. Um, This is from Rebecca. Rebecca how should we deal with bird scooters or in some places they're called Lime or whatever. It's those scooters that you like rent through an app and then just leave places. Um, Thinking especially how courtesy of parking affects wheelchair users. Yes. Yes. 1000%. Like when one, okay, here's just some top tips. One, when you use them, you should consider them like bicycles. Don't use them on the sidewalk. Use them in a bicycle lane. They are motorized vehicles um, use them in the bicycle lane, not on streets.
1: In some places, it is legal to use them um, in the in the, the sidewalk, sidewalk yeah. if you find that the road pa- uh, gives eminent danger to yes. your, yourself. And if you're
0: doing that, then you need to be aware and conscientious yes. of others. And the same with when you're parking. When you're parking, don't obstruct the sidewalk um be conscientious of others like it's it's simple but like if you if your schedule does not allow you time to conscientiously park your scooter then you need to reevaluate your schedule <laughs> it is too tight so be careful i mean it, it's the same as like it's smaller for sure but i think it should be treated the same as if you were on In a car or a motorcycle or whatever, be careful, be aware, don't zone out, don't wear headphones, be able to hear around you, and pay attention, and park conscientiously.
1: Here's the thing, awareness starts with yourself, right? So if you model these good behaviors as far as, like you said, being aware of other people, using the bike lane, alerting your presence when, uh, like, passing someone, all of this stuff is going to multiply and make the world a better place where we won't have to destroy these scooters.
0: Yeah. This question is from Sarah. What do I do when the people in front of me are walking too slow and taking up the whole sidewalk?
1: Um so here's the thing again in a perfect world someone would realize that they are blocking the sidewalk and move to single file which when there are people around i do encourage my family and friends to do but um if you must pass while someone is blocking the sidewalk you are perfectly within your rights to pass on the right through the grass
0: Um, And this is also a circumstance. Here's the thing, folks. This might surprise you. I'm very loud
1: Mm -hmm. and I
0: take up a lot of space. But for some reason, when I open my mouth to say excuse me to people as I walk by, no sound will come out. (laughs) I have no idea why. that. Like, I suddenly get so in my head that, like, I I just end (laughs) up making this tiny pitiful noise. But this is why say excuse me before you get to them. Mm -hmm. Right. It is much... And you know what? Here's the thing. If you're like me, practice at home. Because there's a big difference between excuse me and excuse me, right? And so. Certainly. And that is, this is another one of those circumstances where I think saying it as soon as you need to, instead of waiting and getting frustrated and then letting that frustration, like, creep into your manner. Because here's the thing. If you're walking behind them. They may not know you're there and you're in your head thinking Ugh, they are being so rude and
1: they're being slow on purpose. But
0: they don't know you're there. Whereas if you just said, excuse me, and kept walking, they'd probably move. Right. And, right. and so I think, listen, I get it. I'm a fast walker. I take big steps and I have long, you know, long legs and I stride. I stride confidently across the face of this beautiful planet of ours. And I get it. But, you know, what the, the thing is, is most of the time they're not thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about them and so I think the, the onus is kind of on you to say excuse me and not expect them to just know you're walking behind them um, this question is from Effie how many wide is it acceptable to walk when someone else is coming from the opposite direction what about with friends is it snubbing one of your friends when you make them walk behind you
1: it is not snubbing Um, Ideally, everyone would walk single file, so there there would be two lanes passing each other on the sidewalk with ease. Um, But I do understand that there are circumstances that make it so that not everyone can do that. And so I think at most on a wide sidewalk, you should go two by two, very close. Um, But folding into single file when people are coming at the opposite direction doesn't mean you have to stay there forever if the sidewalk opens up again and no one's coming towards you go ahead two by two three by three whatever can fit until you find that someone needs to walk opposite or pass
0: you once again be aware you know what i mean like don't don't get so zoned out talking with each other that you know you miss the fact that there's a group of people walking towards you. And it's that same uh, kind of thing, uh, Martin asks, "How egregious is it for someone to ride a bike on the pavement?" I assume you mean on on the sidewalk, right? Um,
1: technically, if it is legal in your municipality, it's not that egregious. They just have to make sure that they are being courteous. Um, if it is not legal in your municipality, I would say that please also be courteous to them. Perhaps they find that they are in imminent danger in the road.
0: Um, oh, you're taking this a different way. Oh, See, you are. I was going. Well, I was going to say that, like, okay, rarely do I play this card. Okay. But I'm going to say that as a parent, the thing that I have run into, and this haven't this, you know, this was actually true. Walking dogs as well, and that kind of thing. Because the problem is if you're moving really fast on your bike, my two-year-old can, like, step to the left and kind of stumble a little bit and suddenly be in your way. So I would say that if you are riding a bike on the sidewalk because you need to, um, some kind of indication, you know, I think the classes are saying, like, on your left or, like, giving some kind of, like, heads up a bell or something. Because that's the thing is, like, bikes move way faster than people walking especially if I'm walking with man BB is slow compared to me (laughs) much slower
1: she's got tiny legs
0: she's got those tiny little legs and so some kind of indication of like a bike is coming and I need to be a little bit more careful of my dog or my child or whatever or myself my feet right so I think that if you're going to do it if it's in heavy flow of traffic I think you just need to watch your speed and maybe make sure you give clear indications that you're there um, let's see. But, 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 this question is, uh, <laughs> oh man, I really relate to this. I'm going to say medius. Um, how do I walk behind someone on the sidewalk without seeming like a murderer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about pacing. Um, if you find that you cannot pass them, I would say maybe stop or step aside for just a few seconds. So that you're not directly behind them breathing down their neck. That yes. doesn't seem like something a murderer would do.
0: Um, Especially, okay, there's a lot of factors here. And sometimes, you know, maybe this is in your head. But I would say, especially if it's, like, dark and you're bigger than this person and all of these things, like, it, it's the same as, like, if a car was behind me mm. and, and they made the same turn as me three times in a row. Yeah, you know what? We might be going the same location. But, like... It's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so that's the thing is maybe this is all in your head, but I do the same thing. I am, I am not a small person. um, And so I I do try to be careful about the indication I'll be giving, you know, so I either speed up or slow down or whatever so that that person doesn't think I'm trying to keep pace with them. Um, It's an awareness thing. I mean, that's what we're really talking about a lot exactly. here is like awareness. Um. This question is from Ian, and it's very different from the rest of our questions. How long should we respect sidewalk chalk? When is it acceptable to walk through sidewalk chalk instead of stepping around it?
1: Huh. Well, I think fresh sidewalk chalk... If someone's should, still working on it. ...should be avoided. Um, I would say... Once the lines are blurred through maybe wind or rain, some sort of per- precipitation, I would say you're free to walk through it.
0: How pretty is it? If it's just like some <laughs> is scribblings. Is it like
1: hopscotch? Or yeah, like- if it's just
0: scribblings, go to town. But if it's like, oh, someone's made a canyon and it looks like it's actually a hole in the ground, maybe don't walk through it because what if it actually is a hole in the ground that you've mistaken for sidewalk chalk? Do you ever think about that, Ian? And if it's hopscotch, you should do it. Yeah, you should do it. We actually got a question about that, too. That So that uh, that answers... Uh, what is the... Oh, who ah, Tyler's question. Um, so we've got two more questions that I want to hit. Um, this is from Sailor Series. Saris? Whatever. Um, I hope I got that right on one of my two attempts. Uh, how do you greet someone who's passing by on the sidewalk? What's the difference between greeting a friend walking past and a greeting a stranger?
1: Um... So in my research, I found that as far as like Victorian etiquette goes, this has been relaxed a lot in our modern society. Um, You should greet someone should you lock eyes with them. Just in the way that you're walking, if you find that you've made eye contact, a little nod, a hello, a small wave, a good morning is really all that's necessary. No stopping, nothing like that. Um, if you meet someone that you, you know, know and genuinely want to greet, I don't think that it's it's bad to shake hands. How are you? Give maybe a hug and then continue. What you don't want to do is block the sidewalk for, you know, 10 yes. or 15 minutes. If you find that your conversation does continue, move off of
0: the sidewalk or say like. Hey, yeah, I'll walk with you. Or where were you headed? Sure. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I I once again, this is another one of those things so especially once like we moved into a neighborhood and we've kind of settled here for a while, I try really hard if I'm like out walking the dogs to like purposefully greet people because I once again, it's amazing how uncomfortable I am With small talk and greetings and stuff I don't know why, I'm just not super great at it So once again, the number of times I've looked at someone And opened my mouth to say, good morning And no sound has come out As I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> like It happens a lot At which point I just kind of nod Like that's,
1: that's respectable A nod is fine
0: I think the thing, if you're going to stop someone And talk on the street, I'll say this from the other side You gotta watch body language You have to be aware of that if they're kind of still, like, half-stepping as they're talking to you. Like, they probably need to And don't say. They probably need to go. Don't say, I should let you go. Because that is saying, you look like you don't want to talk to me anymore. What you should say is, like, well, it was great running into you. I need to head on or whatever. Right. Make it about you, not about them.
1: We love those I statements.
0: Yes. One more. This is from Betsy. When everyone has an umbrella out and you have to scoot through a crowd, do you raise your umbrella to avoid hitting people or is there another preferred technique? I would say yes. Yes. I mean that's the thing. If you need to walk through or even if you're the only one with an umbrella out, it needs to be held at least above people's heads, preferably above other umbrellas if you're trying to cut if you're trying to move through the crowd quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that if the if the crowd is so dense and other people, maybe just close your umbrella and like move forward quickly till you get to where you need to go, and then put your umbrella back up. Sure. Um, but yeah. I,
1: but you do have to do the little umbrella dance, like if people are passing on a sidewalk, one of you. Should raise your umbrella, the other one slightly tuck, and you can see as it's as the person is heading towards you coming on you the can, importance
0: of body language, as <laughs> Ursula said,
1: as Ursula said, uh, which and and figure out which one is going to. And if you find that you cannot and you must abandon ship, you can step off of the sidewalk. Uh, either probably on the grass side. Uh, You wouldn't want to step into the street in a crowded area. Um, Or
0: store side or whatever, wherever you are. Right.
1: So that you can let the other person pass before continuing.
0: Um, So that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much. And thank you again to Andy for suggesting this episode. If you have any ideas for episodes, you can email us, schmannerscast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at schmannerscast. Um, Also, Go check out our new website. Well, it's every all, all McElroy's new website, the um, it is a hub for our shows that are on Max Fun, our shows that are not on Max Fun, our YouTube projects, our merch, And we're going to start everything. more
1: projects. Yeah, can you believe it?
0: It's not like a new home for any. Like nothing's moved from anywhere. It's just a lot easier to find everything right. instead of it kind of being scattered across all the four or five eighteen corners of the internet. It's all in one place, and it's really pretty. It is pretty. Um, There's a squirrel in the header image that makes me really happy. He's talking, or I should say they. I don't know. I haven't talked to the squirrel. They are talking to a microphone, and they're absolutely adorable. Uh, Travis
1: has mentioned this squirrel to me several times just in this recording session.
0: I love that squirrel. I love him so much. Them. I love them so much. I don't want to assume that squirrel's identity.
1: They're good squirrels, Bront.
0: They are. Um... Let's see. What else, Teresa? What else do we say?
1: Well, we always thank Brent Brental Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. We thank Kayla M. Wassell for our beautiful Twitter thumbnail art and Keely Weiss Photography for the banner of our fan run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. And if you find that you have more questions about sidewalk etiquette or really anything else, please do join that Facebook group and ask the other lovely fanners what they
0: think you should do. And I think that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week.
1: No RSVP required.
0: You've been listening to Schmanners.
1: Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Hey!